0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dimzik, powered by Spurts.
1: Welcome to the Super Bowl Deep Dive. Andy, you are looking live at uh, beautiful Los Angeles. Um, Fantastic. Uh, fantastic weather week. We really are blessed with one of the nicer winter weather weeks that I can remember in all of my years living here. Um, It's about 80 degrees here. It's fully sunny. It is a beautiful day. Uh, I
0: don't fucking want to hear this. I'm in (laughs) Minnesota, you piece of shit. What are you doing to me? I got LA in the background here, but no, it it looks nice.
1: Next year, you're definitely coming to Arizona. We're going to figure this out for sure. Well, it's
0: waste management. Into the Super Bowl in Glendale. That's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be, like, oh, it's I, gonna be my huge. My liver. Like, I'm already planning a funeral for myself after I drink yeah. for six days straight. But you know, Brinson. Brinson. We weren't 100 sure he was gonna make it right away. He's in the waiting room. So oh, uh, I'm gonna. I, yeah. I'll yeah. I'm gonna knock out my ad read quick, and then we'll bring in uh, Billy here. All right. i never called him that. So, um, billion yeah, Brinson. Right up, Billiam, right off the top. Yes, this is this is one of the better deals I've ever been handed as an ad read. I think. You just have to download the Super Draft app, deposit 20 bucks, use promo code BetSperts, and you get uh, $100. You get a $100 gift card to Fanatics. And I, literally, they just send it to your e-box. e-box. What's an e-box? An a inbox. E-box. Your your email inbox, it gets sent there. So literally, yeah, like you could sign up. Maybe your uncle signs up, your wife signs up. You get like 300 bucks to spend on roll pads at Fanatics. And you have 20 bucks in super to play with on some fun DFS. Any questions, hit me up. But literally, you don't have to do anything except use the promo code when it prompts you. Put 20 bucks in, and then within 48 hours after the Super Bowl, you get 100 dollars hairs worth of promo cards. And we will welcome in Will Brinson right now. He's also somewhere in Cali, he's up by the stadium or where? What are you doing? You look like you're in a Ramada.
2: <laughs> uh, well, but first of all, Long time, Drew. Hope you're yes. doing well today. But, how are you yeah. feeling today, big guy? <laughs> I feel good. Man. Big oil, feeling say, good. I gotta say, um, I big was a oil. little. Uh, I think the the feeling I felt this morning when I woke up was not one of of pain. Rather one of like a, a, a sort of a residual, residual lingering. Yes, uh, like you were uh, like
1: you were still a little effed up. Uh, that is the way I felt. I had a five o'clock call this morning. Uh, that was a delight. Uh, we obviously, yeah, we closed the bar at the Intercontinental last night. The Intercontinental has been. We got tossed. <laughs> yeah, they threw us out. <laughs> uh,
2: it was fine. Had uh, to get Mike Evans tosses.
1: Yes. That's- yeah. Mike Evans was there. Um it was uh no fun as hell. Will and I went to yeah. the uh, Lakers game yesterday. Uh we bet on the Bucks to cover. They did so. Um Giannis's MVP market. If you yeah, I, I don't did we talk about this at the game, Will, but I mean I, I mean I don't, Giannis Giannis was was un, unbelievable, unbelievable impact on both ends of the floor. You could not take your eyes off of him. He uh, and he and the Bucks look likely to win the uh, one seed. And uh, biggest plus TV bet I can tell you about has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. It is one hundred percent get involved with Giannis. If you can get a price in the plus three fifty, plus four hundred range, I think the Bucks get the one seed in the East. I think Giannis gets the MVP this year.
2: That's me we grabbing my phone to bet on Giannis <laughs> to win yeah,
0: it. Was, it was, that's, that's kind of par for the course. We've, we do a lot of betting during the show. I don't know if I'm going to this year. Like the, the prop markets are a little tighter. They're fixing stuff. It's kind of like.
1: Oh, I get they're, they're,
0: they're it. They're, there's a lot of fun stuff. And there's still a lot of uh, cross sport parlays or cross sport parlays, cross sport props and stuff to break down. You got a few days left to do that. But, man, the books are kind of. They went out. They went outside. They looked at the house. They called the property brothers and they said, "Let's let's patch up the leaks here." And they said, "Hey, guess what? Anthem Anthem props are like fifty bucks now, guys. Yeah, sorry, you're not gonna. I I can remember betting at five dimes like five years ago. Re-betting, put... rebetting, rebetting, well, no, not rebetting. not only that, yeah. but they if if the anthem was 110 seconds, you could put two fifty on that. You can put two fifty on over one hundred twelve, over one hundred fourteen, over That's right. like they had six. They had alt markets, yeah. They had alt markets. Yeah, yeah. All right. You That's can right. sit and put a thousand dollars on the anthem and then rebet it. Like, yeah. it, there are there are some things that have changed, but the,
2: the menu is much uh, much larger. What what do we like on the anthem? We had a I don't, funny didn't, conversation. Did we, we galaxy? we galaxy brain ourselves into the underdrill well, last night? <laughs> no, we were. Not well, yet, we
1: but, were watching them. We were watching the Mickey Guyton. Um, uh, the, she has one clip. Uh, of a performance of the national anthem on youtube nah, yeah,
0: you can never go to the youtube it's always
1: and um i feel like that's it's a weird it's a weird rushed anthem like it and almost felt like somebody kind of edited it and made it shorter and will and i decided that next year we're going to use cal's power of of uh, video Supercut. editing and we're gonna we're gonna oh, specifically, God, <laughs> we're <going to> specifically <laughs> that. manipulate exactly. the market by releasing uh, you know, a, a, a longer or sh- and a shorter version, and, and we're the, then, yeah, we're gonna stretch it out. Yeah, add some video, add some gaps. It,
2: exp- yeah, release it under like a like a like a, just a random YouTube name. Yes, yeah. and then see if you we can get them to. <laughs>
0: Yeah. He's going to do that and at the end it's going to be a VVVIP golf sport <laughs> ad, and everybody well, will know who it
1: is. Yeah, that's fair. Well, whatever are the cases we're going to try to manipulate the market next uh next year. The market is pretty much gone already this year. Some because, real wag the dog uh, shit. Yeah. Guys. There was like a uh, there was a leak today that uh the uh, the um you know, we're talking like 156 I think was the time on the track itself. Um, I, there has not been a, a rehearsal yet, so this wasn't an issue of they've actually seen her do it and timed it and know that it's going to go over 100 or 110 or whatever the num- whatever the closing number ended up being there. But um, with 100 you know, minute 56 second track, you got to think that uh, and the fact that they're timing this with the flyover and all that shit, it's probably going to go over. So um, yeah, there's mean, like,
2: that. You don't want to get in the way of an anthem. You know, we we although we did talk about it. Like it's possible <laughs> she just. What if she just comes in and is like, I gotta keep this shit tight and like and she just rips through it and like doesn't like try to like you know get all fancy and funky and add a little course into it. I the- feel
0: like you I feel like you have to stick with the backing track though, if it exists. Unless you know it would be funny if there's like a really big like 20 second opening flourish. Or something. I know I that would be
1: hysterical. Hysterical. Uh, I've heard that there's like a chorus involved and stuff like that. So it's going to be a pretty cool production overall. I mean, yeah, because yeah. what you
0: mentioned, like what, what exists of them. I feel like we've done this every year. Like we did it. Was it Gladys Knight?
1: Yeah. A yeah.
0: few other people. Like you go look at what's out there already for them. And I feel like whatever was on YouTube, it was the opposite. Like it was, yeah. it was, you yeah. know, and the, the real, it's funny, we get a narrative town about fucking anthems, but the Gladys Knight <laughs> narrative town was, oh man, you get people were po- like posting her Wikipedia. She's like so old. Like she can't hold the song <laughs> for too many. Like she's, a, she's not, not she's a diva. She's
1: going to vamp. Don't, don't kid yourself. Yeah. No, this Mickey Guyton, country music star, country music anthems generally pretty long. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, with the backing track information leaking, I, I, from what I can tell you, it was reputable. I don't think this is bullshit. So, um, you know, if you, if your book still has the market up, go for it. Uh, One other interesting thing. So we, we've been talking to interesting folks all week, obviously, this is kind of like a pretty concentrated convention, especially early in the week of like just smart NFL people, smart. And there's been some smart gambling people that we've gotten some good combos with. Um, the, uh, the general, um vibe is, of from the bookmaking side is that the draymond green fiasco where they had all the same game yeah. parlays and they and they got milked on that 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 kind of was like sort of a sea change in the books sort of taking risk management more seriously in the legal oh. in the legal you, space
0: i've i've talked to book or you know i've talked to people who are on the floor who are in the yeah, back same, room yeah. about That's what about what thing- about things like this and they say like when you go up to these boardrooms or you meet with the boss's boss at the end of the month, at the end of the year, it's like, these people don't understand sports betting. They're CEO types. Like they don't, you can't, you can't explain like things like that to them. They just see the number and you're in trouble. So like yes I know and so that makes total sense like when you have to explain what happened there you sound like if you had to explain that to somebody who really didn't understand sports betting and you laid that whole thing out you would sound like the most reckless, unreasonable, irresponsible manager and like how 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 can you let that happen? Yeah, so I get it. I get I get the tightening up, especially on some of the the low liquidity markets.
1: It's just like, oh, hey, we just wrote 100 um, life insurance policies for people that got on a plane that was broken and was going to almost certainly crash. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> why, why did we do this? Why did we write those policies? Yeah, we, we, we wrote some what, life insurance policies Handing people, people. people
2: life insurance policies as they board the Titanic. Like, exactly,
1: go, yeah, sir. yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is, I mean, this is unsinkable. What? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's exactly what it's like. Um, but, yeah, like, Honestly, we may look back in a couple of years, we'll still always have like fun advantage stuff that we come across in the space. I, I I guarantee you that and the novelty stuff will always always exist cuz it draws in and it, and it, and it tickles the new betters. Um but the Halcyon days of the true like wild plus EV advantage stuff specifically in the US markets that 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 may be uh coming to an end if it has not already come to an end. There's
0: always there's always a new angle to shoot.
2: Well, look, look at the example of the um, no-touchback on, on opening kickoff. Great thing, point. Where, like, everybody has sort of known for a few years that this thing's a rock. 10 to 12 years it goes – you know, it doesn't it doesn't end up being a touchback. Uh, McAfee mentions it, you know, before last year's Super Bowl. It's still open at, like, plus 190 or plus 160 in some spots, but it's already bet down to even money. And you can still bet it, and, like, I'm going to still bet it because I want some action on it. But, I mean, no. it's definitely – I mean, certainly, you know – not exactly getting the best number there when you lose 60 or 90 cents on the uh, if if you the, don't have if you don't have bets on you know at least three or
0: four things that culminate with the opening kickoff if you haven't like cashed or lost several what are you bets, doing with your life yeah you know, before the game started like you know we, we will we will encourage responsible gambling but it's a super bowl like I'll bet on I've bet on coin flip shit I will always bet the anthem stuff I've bet decent amount of money into the puppy bowl a few years ago when somebody had a stupid market on that and somebody had again that's a leak thing like don't don't go trying to handicap a puppy bowl but that is pre-recorded yeah, yeah. For,
1: for the most part your sharper offshore books aren't going to take a bet now that's known that's 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 out like i like the it, it happened in the blink of an eye like around um, around lunchtime here uh, both uh, both the uh, information on the halftime show information on the uh, anthem so uh, I think that should be
2: well, I've, I've been um I've been doing uh, CBS video and, and podcasts like basically all day. What was that? Uh, did, I don't, did you guys see me almost get uh, killed up on the rooftop? Yeah. yeah what happened? in the world, man? <laughs> Drew, My do you God, remember was... when that actually
0: happened to me at uh, Stadium Swim when that sign remember. fell on me? Yes, I do you got... remember. You...
2: I feel like there's a little more, a little less um, culpability. For the for the drunk guy in Stadium Swim. And I like was the, just the, the... a fool minding my business.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that know, I know, forgot the guy that. Remember the guy in like I feel like maybe it was ESPN Deportes where this where the part of the set fell on him. Yeah. Like that yeah. could have been you.
2: That could have been you, Will. Oh I mean, no, this is like a it's a. it's a skin. it's a a shim or a skim or it's so it basically blocks the sun because we're on this helipad up at the top of it. Yeah. yeah, no, no, but it's it's on it's on a big metal like it's a huge yeah. thing. It's a huge like metal harness. And I was sitting there and all of a sudden I see it's got like they can wheel it over and I see the wheels just move because of a gust of wind and then it starts to just go. And that's well, I, I, I watched the in. video. You cowered quickly. <laughs> I mean, it was coming down at me. I mean, that was freaking the f Well,
1: I'd, I'm i just glad that you have some shim, shim or whatever it's called to give you the sun protection because you yeah. know not to not to rub it in, but like it was a big time UV day today. UV UV was probably in the nine or ten range yeah,
2: I mean, uh, in like, terms
1: of scale. Like it was, on, a, you know, yeah, it was it was. On it was Monday, nice.
2: on Monday we get out to to grab food after we get done working. And Pete Prisco looks at me and goes. Why is your face so red, you drunk? And I was like, no, Pete, it's because I've been on a helipad for two hours. <laughs> you know, like in the effing you know, LA sun. It's not because I'm drunk, although I will get drunk. By the way, shout out to uh, Benjamin in the uh, in the chat there. So he loves both the Pixix podcast and the deep dive. Hashtag Brinson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he made it one long
0: word. Um, You know, I, I talked to, before you popped in, I talked to Drew. I'm like, this game has been hammered to dog shit. Like, I'm almost sick of talking about it. I mean, we we can, we can do that. I kind of wanted your take on some of the coaching hires, like, before we get too deep. Sure. And may, maybe not all I of probably, them.
2: By the way, I just have to do a hit at six at 75, so it's like 15. Oh, yeah. So,
1: well, yeah, we'll wrap up. I mean, like, you I think just, we'll
2: be fine. Let us I will, yeah, yeah. So I just need to be probably on, um, like, pulling out.
1: Five I'm kind of in your area, by the way, down in Venice. If you got, if you want to uh, try to grab a drink, sir, I'll be up right on the beach, Venice Beach.
2: Uh, I'll text you. I'll text you after the hit, but I think I'm riding with Danny Canal out to that. Um, what's the restaurant we're going to? The, the Straw House. Don't box yourself.
1: Oh, okay. 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 Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll coordinate later. We can do that. Well,
2: you, you don't come to the restaurant. You did that really nice <laughs> restaurant out in. Um... Hey, we have limited time. Let's let's plan dinner.
0: Oh, uh,
1: let's, yeah. yeah, let's talk
2: about <laughs> California restaurants.
1: <laughs> Which parties are you um, going to? No, no. We'll we'll talk about all this. But uh, uh, <laughs>
2: you know, not,
0: not maybe not even so much the high, the the normal hires. I'm going to call them. I kind of wanted to dig in get your take on Houston and Jacksonville. And I think Jacksonville kind of lucked their way into maybe a halfway decent hire. I don't know if I'm a Peterson guy, but I'm really, really unsure of what Houston was doing for like a month.
2: I mean, so, I mean, if you, I mean, honestly, what I think Houston did, I think Houston fired David Cully with the full (laughs) intention of hiring Josh McCown. And then when Brian Flores got fired and sued the Dolphins for, you know, racial discrimination in the hiring and the NFL for racial discrimination in the hiring practices, the Texans were like, Holy crap. If we hire, if we fire David Cully and hire Josh McCown, who has zero NFL head coach, zero NFL coaching experience has yeah. been like a head coach of a high school team. We are going to get absolutely roasted. And like for, and what is the benefit of hiring McCown now? When you can probably, you can easily hire him in, in like two years, right. Or three yeah. years. And and so That's then I think reason. they were like, I think they were like, shit. Somebody in that room, somebody in that board room, was like, shit. Can we just hire David Cully back? And they were <laughs> like, and someone was like, no, we we can't do that. I That's mean, crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay. What about Lovey Smith? Lovey and, and Smith. Like, and and Lovey's willing to do it because, you know, NFL head coaches rarely get a third shot. Black NFL head coaches almost never get a third shot at coaching, in, like a, a as a head coach of a team. And so. He knows that this is basically just a this team screwed up. He's got an opportunity to get that head coaching job. Huge, you know, huge bump in pay. Maybe he can, you know, win. A, you know, if wins, if he wins six to eight games, he'll look like a, you know, a genius. Um, yeah, that's awesome I personally a lot. don't. Yeah, hell no. Um,
1: Over two I years, said,
2: maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I said repeatedly. I pointed out the Lovey Smith quote and I tweeted it out. At Illinois, he said complained that he could not keep his base defense on the field because college defenses ran too much spread. And so he wants, he's like desperate to keep three linebackers in cover two, Tampa two on the field against NFL offenses. He's going to get absolutely shredded. I mean, their defense was terrible. You know what I mean? Like, like it isn't, this is just a, to me, this is a week we screwed up and fired David yeah. Cully. And then basically the only move was to hire a uh, Smith. So
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and J- Jacksonville too. There was a, there was a
0: moment there where I was thinking I didn't tweet this cause it's a lunatic tweet, but I was thinking, I'm like, well, couldn't, I, w- I wish like coaching ser- searches or coaching hires could be like high school relationships where it's just like, you know what we messed up. We, we have no better options. And prom is in like two weeks. Let's just take urban back. I'm, yeah. I'm getting back, with, I'm getting back <laughs> with urban. Cause like, it felt like, man, Jacksonville was down to like, the head coach who never punts from high school, and like two other guys, like they had <laughs> they had nothing left, and well, I, I can't believe uh, they, they pulled that out in the end and got got someone with experience. Obviously,
2: the the really disappointing thing. like Okay, say I I like the Doug Peterson hire um, for Jacksonville because it's a hire like he made Carson Wentz look like an MVP, and maybe it was Frank Reich yeah. doing it, but and he won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles again. Maybe you put sure. it as, much as you want on on Frank Wright. but he but, was a part of it. For sure. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, Pete, that's what people like to do with the, the Reich stuff. I, I think you have to give Doug Peterson credit. Plus, I mean, Doug Peterson hired Frank Reich. So, like, sure. you know, how much can you take away? And Trevor Lawrence flashed a lot in his rookie season, but he was also terrible for the most part and extremely disappointing relative to what we expected from him. Now you go from Clemson and all the stuff that's around you and playing in the dog shit ACC to going and playing in, you know, Oh my God, dude, Garvin like said, you got to play Alabama every week. It's crazy. It's like, what's <laughs> the NFL bro? Like, what? like, how are you caught off guard? He's like, dude, these practices, you can't even get the raps out there. It's like, dude, these are, these rules are all written down and available for reading by you ahead of time before you accept this. Position. Um, but Peterson is like a steady hand who should do a good job developing uh Trevor Lawrence. The the concern that I the, the thing that sucks is I really wanted to see the Jaguars can Trent bulky, who they just are yes. refusing to get yes. rid of. And because Byron Leftwich interviewed and Leftwich, former first-round pick by the Jaguars, really well thought of coordinator. You know, there are some there are some, I think there's some still some concerns like there are with anybody. Um who is becoming a head coach, like for the first time, like we don't, you just don't know how they're going to be as a head coach. But uh, uh, Leftwich was adamant that he wanted to bring in Adrian Wilson, the former NC State safety, who's a rock star personnel yes. guy, like who shot, yes. up, shot up the ranks of the front office. He wanted to bring in Adrian Wilson as his GM. And the only way he'd do it was if they got rid of Balky and they, they simply refused to do it, which is crazy because you could have had, first of all, you look like a total like jackholes for the whole Urban Meyer thing, right? Yes, I mean, you do. like complete idiots. Yeah. If and I'm not saying you should, anybody should hire, uh, you know, black people or any minority simply for, you know, the appearance. But if you're Jacksonville and you're constantly getting roasted on, online, on TV, like everywhere, go get Byron Leftwich and Adrian Wilson and you're going to have. A lot yeah, of people. A lot of goodwill. Your A order. lot of karma, goodwill, and goodwill right.
0: around the league and in the PR. Right.
2: Yeah. You get a and, black and GM and, and a black head coach. I mean, you're. Yeah, yeah. And true. so, like, the, that and was the concerns such...
0: The concerns around, like, the enemy and, and left, which are, like, probably a little merited, where it's like, are, are we sure these guys are the the reason the offenses are good but that's with any any head co- any time you elevate someone to head coach it's hard to tell like if they'll be a great head coach and I, yeah I Eberflus, really Eberflus
1: got a job and are we sure that the Colts defense was good at all
0: right yeah that's fair. and, yeah. and,
1: yeah. Tristan, and like, God, how good how good how good are the titans running by the way they have stability at coach and quarterback and the rest of their division is an absolute tire fire like this is like unbelievable. You got Easter Bay and Houston. I mean, dude, can you imagine? Like Jacksonville would be a punchline for the Urban Meyer. They are a punchline for the Urban Meyer thing. Well, yeah. But like, can you imagine if Houston didn't exist and there wasn't like an equally like wow? Like there's something even worse going on and it's in your own division. Like you know, the Houston and Jacksonville. I mean, at least at least Jacksonville has the
0: big
2: potential. To the, lot
1: of the potential by, 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 for Lawrence um, to do something.
2: By the way, with um. This is definitely worth noting. Is that am I coming through my AirPods or am I just yelling? At no, my you, sound great. no we, you sound good. No, you sound good. Cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, my my friend was being. Played. Oh, we have yelled at you already. Yeah, I figured. I figured. I, I need. I, I'm short one cord to actually set up my pod mic, So, apologies. But um, the uh the so you know the the urban kick the kicker thing, right? Yeah. The Can't do prevailing that. logic around the league. Do you who, do you know who do you know who most people think? Put that information out there out in the world for the public to hear. Was no. it bulky? Bulky. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, okay. I've,
2: I've, I, I heard that. And, okay. and like, this everybody, is, this is, yeah, this well, is a, such Peterson, a test
0: case for this. Like, yeah, if
2: you're um, Doug Peterson, you didn't even really get fired. You just couldn't work with Howie Roseman anymore. And yeah, now you're going to go and work with Trent Balkey. I do yeah. wonder how that works. Um, I can't remember. I know Jason Lockham Ford had tweeted about this, and I don't know if it actually came to fruition. But there was a belief that Rick Spielman, the old Vikings GM, was going to come and have a front office capacity. And I would wonder if that would be in a VP of football ops type of situation where he would provide a buffer between Balky and... Uh, um, and They've kind
0: of said that. They're they're like firing Balky without firing Balky. They said they're going to put people in above and below him now. (laughs) Which I is mean, essentially just it, neutering him, which is fine. And, and which is also like, ever, why did you
2: stick with this guy? Yeah, who you thinks think this, this? Who <laughs>
0: thinks this will work? Why do this? Why? And like, a- what anyone who will ever say that, you know, you see this argument on Twitter about like. Why would why would anyone turn down a head coaching job? There's only 32 of them in the world, or GM like Byron Leftwich is. I mean, this happens. This happens. This happened for sure in New York, where people said, "We're not going to work with it." You know, I cannot go work with the GM when they made the first calls. Like these people, you know, these people have some power when they're in this spot. Where they're starting to interview for head coaching jobs, they know they don't want to fuck up the spot they land in. And then, yeah, the Urban Meyer, I'd almost forgotten. Like the the Alabama thing you brought up, I'd forgotten that quote. It felt oh, like he was like, "Do you remember the re- this is a really old show, and I'm I'm younger than both you, Christ, but the the I Love Lucy episode with the chocolates going down the conveyor belt. <laughs> of course, like yeah, 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 you, yeah. yeah. Everybody time. knows that. Yeah. That that felt like Urban Meyer. It's like this guy straight up is he losing. Has no and he can't business. handle it. No business. And then, and then Khan just doubled down to like, well, it's okay, we're going to fix this. Like I um
1: Okay. I'm sure. So real quick, go, going through what we know so far. We're giving Houston a 1 for their process out of 10. Yeah. I give Jacksonville a 3 out of 10 and only because Peterson could be a good fit to develop.
2: They turbulence. also they also could have hired Peterson 2 weeks earlier. of course, and yeah. Giving him an opportunity I, to go get some of the, you know, better like b- yeah. a bigger Yeah. I'm going to give candidates.
1: the Bears a 5. I'm going to give the Giants and the Vikings an 8. And I'm going to give the Denver Broncos a six and a half because they really seem like they are putting a lot of chips on the table that they're going to get Rodgers, and who the hell knows yeah. if that's real?
0: Yeah, they're either get they either get an eight or a four depending on if Rodgers. Exactly. Tails. Oh yeah, so that we
1: put them at put them at five or six. So, yeah, put them at six what, what, and we'll adjust later. What
0: about the Raiders and the Dolphins? Uh, I, give the, I give the
2: Raiders a um, seven and a half. I like okay. I like to, I like the hire McDaniel. I mean, I'm like fine. I think McDaniel's yeah. the second time around will have learned a lot from his. Yeah. disaster Again, around the, the Dolphins for a get long a two. Time. Like, Dolphins
1: get fine. a two for their process so far from me. I think this was really, really, really poorly
0: handled. I mean, la- and last thoughts on Peterson, like when that stuff came out after the tank game and after the season and the, the conscious uh, uncoupling that it was. Like I gained a lot of respect for him. If he was willing to like butt heads with management about doing it the you know, the way that he thought would make the football team successful, because I thought he was fine. And like you said, he almost he has like a mini coaching tree already. He's barely yeah. been a you know a head coach and he has a better coaching tree than guys who've been in the league for a long time. So I'm I'm hopeful and mostly because I hate to see somebody like Trevor Lawrence just get his career wasted by poor coaching and poor team management roster building. I'd like to see him succeed.
2: The um, the thing, the Giants, I really like what the Giants did because they sort and like they, nobody's really talked about this, but the Bills have been successful. I mean, obviously, because Josh Allen is great and that helps things. But they, you know, they went to the playoffs without him. Um, they got Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean from the same organization. Yeah. Having worked together, they brought yeah. them up. They had the same plan. They went in with. An approach to how they were going to build this roster up, and then drop a quarterback into this ecosystem that was able to support a quarterback who needed to develop. Like great it point. wasn't
1: It's a great it like point.
2: The, yeah, it wasn't like the Jets where you're like, "Hey, Sam, have fun, like figuring <laughs> the hell out." Um, and, and so the Giants now, even though you know they have and they they have Daniel Jones there, and they're going to try and make it work with him, mostly to appease uh, the ownership, I think. And, and if it works out, great but they got two guys from the bills who have worked together in the same organization, you know, two guys who are going to probably approach this in a similar manner to Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean. And they're going to like, We're I on the understand. boat together. Yeah. Like why the hell, why are teams so stupid when it's like, <laughs> why do you, why do you insist on hiring a GM like independent of the coach or the coach in, or like you fire the coach, but not the GM, like get these guys on the same page and allow them to work. Cause if, if if you have a GM who's been there for three years and is on the hot seat, but he gets to hire another coach like, like the dolphins those dudes, yeah, like the dolphins. and these, these people have competing interest yeah. and just inherently because of where you are with the schedule of your, you know, just the NFL schedule of turnover. So I, I, I really liked how the giants did it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I think it's, an, it's annoying cause I want the giants to suck. It's funny, especially mostly so Nick Costas has to suffer through life. Um, but the, I, I think he's the, got a couple more years of that. They're not turning it around with Daniel yeah.
0: Jones. Yeah. But uh, good for him getting rid of the GM. And, and, here's and
1: what we want the Dolphins, for the Giants. We want the Giants to win the NFC East at a huge price next year with like a 10-7 and seven record, and Daniel Jones, people to talk themselves into him, and then they exercise that fifth-year option. Yep. And then no, they, they, have to that this, they have to exercise oh, they have that. Oh, they have to do yeah, it now? You have now. to do now, it between
2: the third and fourth year. Um, and and by the way, on the Dolphins, the on the Dolphins? yeah, yeah, even better franchise, them, or just give him a huge contract. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about the Saints too. Yeah. Um, I the give Dolphins the Saints
0: a six, Not fine. The Dolphins <laughs> is annoying because yeah. I really
2: okay. like, I really like um, Mike McDaniel. Like you know, everybody likes Mike McDaniel, likes and, McDaniel. Uh, and I'm annoyed that he went to a team that like I just like it's so skeezy how they you know, apparently. I mean, if you believe the Flores allegations, uh, I thought Dennis Allen was a smart move. You got seventy million dollars and you know cap room to figure out. Yeah. You, you know, you, you have a really good defense. So promote the guy internally who probably was is a good coaching candidate but is like you say you don't have to take every job. Yeah. Dennis Allen didn't need to take the Raiders job.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, that I'll, probably
2: would have been a better move for him long term. And
0: I, really, I'm glad he's getting a, I'm get, he's getting a chance. That was that was kind of a disaster. I think same thing with him and I I really really didn't like uh, when, when he was back, or excuse me, you know the Raiders coach now, who's why well, can't I think of his name now? McDaniel. There's there's a McDaniel and there's a McDaniel's, and that's really going to screw yeah. very, with my very life. Very tough. The, yes. Very tough. But I, I hate and,
2: it. and Mark Davis I and Mark Davis Mark Davis called he called him Josh McDaniel at the press conference. Today. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was another course. rough.
0: Yeah, it was a rough. He was it was a rough lunch. go out there, and. I don't blame him for the Colts thing because I think, like we've said, he got a whiff of what was happening there, and he's like, "What, wow, psych? I don't want this in my life." And to, just to be in that and to be in that atmosphere with all those coaches and Belichick and all of those, all that success—like, if you don't pick something up, like if this doesn't work out, then it's just like, "Well, he's broken." Like he was never anything. Yeah, it was, the, it was the 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 you know the team succeeded despite him somehow. Then,
2: I think that the with um with the way that McDaniel bringing in Dave Ziegler or Ziegler, I, I, I have soccer pronunciations, even like even most my job, but bringing a Dave, um, you know, I think that that is a pretty big sign of maturity for McDaniels to wait sure. until the right job to, to, to get the guy from new England. Again, same organization you've worked with him in Denver. He, things got screwed up because he had too much power over personnel and no Surely. checks and balances. You know, he, he basically kickstarted the Legion of Boom because he traded a, a future first round pick for Alfonso Smith in the second round. And the, the Seahawks took Earl Thomas with that pick the next year. He traded Jay Cutler away, you know, drafts Tim Tebow in the first round without really a plan on how to use him. And yeah. and all these, like just you know, and he and he was too he won a lot of games early, He was very cocky. And then, you know, they and uh, Brady Quinn said on the on on the pick six podcast the other day, or maybe it was like I guess it was last week that when he he got there for that season where McDaniel was fired halfway through, he was in Denver, and um and he said that when he got there he was like, sh- like shocked. He's like, "Whoa, this guy's on the hot seat already," just because of the way that that season before ended, and because he'd been so aggressive in in his approach. And so I think this time around you're going to see a more sort of subdued, um, not I don't want to say professional, but like. It's sort of like Belichick learned his lesson. Like he's got, you got it. You can't just come in and be like a dick to the media. So your
1: your like, your your prediction is that McDaniel's is less of a jackass this time around.
2: Less of a jackass, okay. and, he, he and, he, and he and he grew up a little bit, and he there purposely go. has got he's he's purposely built in a checks and, a system of checks and balances with uh, with 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 Ziegler there that should help him in the personnel department.
1: Nice man. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about this game, so you can uh, yeah. we can we can uh, uh, put a bow on the 2022 season. Um, oh, my perspective on this, right my perspective is so freaking warped right now. Um, everyone we've <laughs> talked to in every level who I have respect for is basically like, oh, yeah, Rams, Rams, well, you know, Rams dominate. Right. Like there's a very lopsided opinion among the, you know, the, the sharp and respected community that this is going to be. Uh, Rams Super Bowl victory and that obviously means a lot to me so I am now very nervous <laughs> that there's potentially <laughs> something going on that we're all missing with the Bengals and Burrow and like well if, I, you know wait, let me true. one one pose one specific question to you like yeah. Burrow and the Bengals have sucked these playoffs and yet they are here like, what if they play a good game
0: <laughs> yeah what well, because they Sorry. have had several good games during the season like the offense looked electric a few times and we haven't even seen that during the playoffs really
2: Maybe for you guys, hour. you guys, you guys are like you guys are you know media elites, and so you know you're not really uh, you don't have your hand in the dirt uh, you know blue collar uh, you know hanging out with a common man like I do Fair. right and yeah. <laughs> um and uh, but I mean, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding obviously but is that but uh, looking I was shocked I had a I had uh Colin Bear who's a this Bengals fan that has like put me on the list of Bengals haters DM oh. me. You're like, on a lot it, of this it, list for a lot of teams. It's like it's like Stephen A. Smith, parentheses, traitor. It's like Will <laughs> Brinson, parentheses, Pick Six Podcast. The Pick Six Podcast social team sent out a like a tweet that's been old takes exposed like 17 times. It's like Joe Burrow on a golf cart. It's like pulling into last place in the AFC North, and everyone keeps tagging me in. And I'm like, I didn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> I'm um, going to perpetuate just,
0: that myth, though. I'm going to absolutely. I feel so like you're it, trying to it, rewrite history because I think I heard like, you did what? have everything to do with this. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to be on the wrong side of history? I feel like uh, <laughs> producer Dan did a super cut of us doing the exact same thing. Oh, but even I, more. I mean, agre- I,
1: agree. So egregious. I, yeah.
0: There, there's a quote of me just laughing and saying, Drew, they drafted a fucking kicker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now he's the most important player potentially in this <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah.
0: But I mean, <laughs> but, somebody but, did point that but, out. Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, my point was that he had DM me a screenshot of our CBS expert picks, right? right, There are a total of, I don't know how we get, we have eight people on the stinking page. Of those eight people, it's Pete Prisco, Jason Lockenfora, myself, Tara Dubin, Ryan Wilson, John Breach, Dave Richard, and Jamie Eisenberg. Of those people, what do you think the split is? Bengals and Rams.
1: I would have Six said eight two. eight two, yeah, something like that. No, it's eight total. So eight total. So yeah, I would say seven one.
2: 7-1 what?
1: Rams. Yeah. Seven
2: one Bengals. What? Yeah. Seven to one Bengals. I'm the only guy picking the Rams against the spread in this game. I am. When okay. I saw that, my eyes lit so, up. The, I, that, that's ATS then. That's just. It's ATS. getting the points. Okay. Yes. I, I, I can, would assume I that can... if they're picking the Bengals straight up, they're going to pick. I'll tell you who they got straight up. There are only there are four. It's four four straight up. Wow. Okay. That that that's okay. And you know that a tweet. Okay, I saw, I it's like, great. What what what
0: if what if somebody you know what what if this team plays like the team that drafted fifth last year? You know, like yeah. what what if the offense looks like it has in about half the games like the Jets game? Like what what if it just stinks and Tannehill isn't on the other side of the field throwing three picks? Like it could be a legitimately bad game where the Rams win by margin but again you had those that the second half against the chiefs you had the the second half against the chiefs twice <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> this is this is a, a thing we've seen this offense really really kicking into a gear we just haven't seen it for like stretches of a season cuz it's a young team with kind of a probably inexperienced maybe not above average coach and they're still figuring it out and they have a bad bad offensive line like it's hard to do that for extended periods of time it's amazing what they've done but I, I guess I'm cheering for you, Drew. I really want to see you cash this of money. Yeah, but I'm I'm legitimately worried that it might be a very bad game if the yep. Bengals' offense doesn't show up at all.
2: What's the yeah. so my my thing is this, um, the like there is this so Joe Burrow's effing awesome. Like he's he's incredible. He's a great. He's he's, he's unbelievable, especially in these pressure games. People keep pointing out that Matthew Stafford. Didn't win any playoff games in Detroit. Who gives a shit? He's been awesome in the playoffs in three games in Los Angeles. Like yeah. he has six touchdowns and one interception. He's completing over seventy percent of his passes. Nine point one yards per attempt. He has been awesome in the playoffs. And what we're ignoring because we have three games of prior data from Detroit. And look, maybe it's just a case of he didn't bring Detroit down. Detroit brought him down. We have these three games of, that that are that are giving these that have given us this. Um, preconceived notion, this, this this bias built in that we're not adjusting for Matthew Stafford as a Ram in the playoffs. What if he is in? What if he's just clutch as hell? He's like top five all time in fourth quarter comebacks and game winning drives. I mean, what if he's just an awesome quarterback and he's just going to win a bunch of playoff games because he's on the team with a ton of talent? Like people are just ignoring that and expecting Stafford to shit his pants in, in, on a home field in the Super Bowl. They're like oh, there's so much pressure on Stafford. It's like yeah, I mean, I guess. But it's like it, it's, there's no pressure on the Bengals. I mean, Bengals fans have been happy to be here the whole time, and now they're like, "Well, if we lose now, it's devastating." Like if you if you like you you get to the playoffs and you lose to the Raiders, that's pretty bad because you you know you beat, you win that game. You're like, "All right." Like John Breet said, "If we lose to the Titans, I'm going to be in the stadium. If we lose to the Titans, like it's okay. You know, we got our playoff game. We got the monkey off our backs. They've been playing loose. They've been happy to be here. Now the pressure is on them. Like." If you go here in the second year with Joe Burrow, and you don't get that Super Bowl, you know you start to wonder like, will this team get it's back? Marino and,
0: thing, yeah,
2: yeah. And when you know we talk about the second half against the Chiefs, uh, and, uh, Andy Reid run the effing football, bro. Like if they're if they're dropping eight and rushing three, run the football. You know what Sean McVale do if he has a lead in the second half? He's <laughs> gonna run the football like he's going to run even
1: if they're behind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair.
2: Right. So like I, the and the the mismatch on the defensive line for the Rams and the offensive line for the Bengals is just impossible to ignore. You can double if you double Aaron Donald, yeah. Leonard Floyd, and Von Miller are gonna be screaming off the edge the entire game. Von Miller has a Super Bowl MVP. He he is playing for a contract. He is a his people kind of wrote him off in Denver. He got traded. He struggled for, a little, for the stretch of the regular season, and he's been gangbusters in the playoffs. He is going to be an animal in this game because he just shows up for big games. Odell yeah. Beckham has been awesome in the playoffs. He's going to show up for big games. Uh, Donald, Donald might submit, Donald cements a legacy as a top three all-time defensive player of the Super Bowl, and maybe an argument for number one overall time uh, over, over Lawrence Taylor. Um, I, I cannot ignore that matchup. Pete Briscoe thinks the Bengals are going to come out Playing fast and getting the ball out quick in Joe Burr's hands. What on earth? would he, – He's like, I like. You, have you like talked to anybody about that? He's like, No, no, no. It's just you know.
1: That's what ball. I would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it's what. He's
2: that, that. like. That's great. Never, why, why is Zach Taylor suddenly going to find a tendency buster in the Super Bowl? Like that's not nobody's going
0: to. That's not what you do well, Whenever we go down that road and we say like this is what I would do, the coach yeah, never does it. it. And, it and, and and the, the the fact is, in the first round, the Raiders had the ball at the nine yard line to tie the game late. Who knows what happens there? There's very few instances where your quarterback sacked nine times, and you still win a a playoff game like they did. Yeah, a lot of it was just predicated on the turnovers, and they were down. They probably should have been down twenty-eight to three to the Chiefs. Like it has been as much as shit as we'll get because we have a few people that rag on us about ragging on the Bengals. Like it's been it's been fortuitous. And they have some skill position players to take advantage of the fortune they're given. So it does feel like the Rams could run away with this one, man. I hope it's a good game.
1: Okay. So let me ask you a question, guys. Let me ask ask a question. Um, I agree with all of your takes. And I, you know, generally, my, my, you're kind of painting the same sort of picture that I see here, which is that there is a reasonable expectation that this game state is kind of close and it's a team with the ball last wins. And you know, the Bengals have a better kicker. Like that's makes up a decent po- distribution of the potential game yeah. state outcomes here. And there is a decent chunk that that is Rams Rams wipe, like wipe the floor with them. Like everything you're talking about, the mismatches on the offensive line manifests for four quarters. Burrow never really has a chance in this one. And, and this is one way traffic. Um, Talk me through the, like so the the fifty fifty ish kind of game. I'm concerned a little bit about the the fact that Stafford was such a good fit against that Tampa Bay defense because they were aggressive because they put their cornerbacks and safeties on islands because they ran, uh you know the Todd Bowles style defense it was perfect for Stafford to carve like it's, it was yep. just you know hand in glove. And this is a little different. What the Bengals have been doing lately with the rush three, drop eight. Like, if there's a bunch of backs, safeties kind of free, you know, like uh, like center fielders out there just, uh, you know, kind of spying and trying to make plays create turnovers, like, you could – I could see Stafford have a couple of picks in this one. And if they happen in his own territory, like – you know, deep in his own territory for whatever reason. And you give the Bengals a short field. It's not going to matter that Joe Burrow's behind an offensive line. That's horrific. Like he still could get you to 20 ish points in this contest. And so like, that's the concern, a, a little bit of the concern that I have, I guess. Um, and I have, I've done no hedging so far. I have no interest in betting, trying to shoot for the middle here. I don't think for plus four or four and a half is a plus EV bet on the Bengals. So I'm not going to do it. um, I'm going to take a little bit of pre flop Joe Burrow to win the MVP. Um, but I think my. It's a very
0: I, long question when he's up against the clock, Drew. I'm going to just. Okay. Tell you that. Well, my
1: ideal scenario is <laughs> Rams, you, Rams, 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 <laughs> like just, tell, just hear me out here because I want sure to I wanna pivot to live strategy, right? And what is the live strategy? So um,
0: if it's Rams, a low scoring close game, you're saying?
1: No, I'm saying if Rams do well, like if it's like the Cardinals Rams game and you have like. Uh, you know, a, a shit your pants performance in the first half out of Burrow and, and Zach Taylor and company. And this is like a 21 ish three kind of halftime score. Burrow MVP live at like eight, 12 to one, 20 to one, something like that. Like, is that the, the live yeah, they're angle? Not, they're is not a better...
0: back without that. yeah.
1: Yeah. What, like what, I guess just generally, what are some live game States that you can see potentially happening? And how would you approach uh, a live market? Uh, given those states,
2: oh, I think Rams lead. I mean, we've we talk about this in chat you know, all year long, right? I mean, like Rams lead, it's a it's a funnel to the under, to a live under. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, Sean McVay is going to like again if they have a, if they say they have a 21-3 lead at half, right? Just a hypothetical, or even 21-10 if you want. Uh, since that was the same setup as the, as the, as the chiefs game. Um, I I think that, you know, you're going to see maybe a switch into that, that drop back eight, you know, play the zone. But then again, like you're going to have acres and Michelle, and it looks like Daryl Henderson's going to play and they're just going to pound the ball. And so, you know, if you can get live props, you would start to look at over for carries or over for rush yards, for Rams running backs, I think, because those guys will get fed um, and and the live under And, and Sean McVay, we saw it against Tampa Bay, even when, like it was all melting down around him. He didn't try to like change it up and let Stafford pass, you know? It took it took the the, the Bucks tying it up for him to get vertical, What he should yeah. have just done immediately. Like when the Bucks were coming after him, just go and go. I do wonder, the only concern with that would be does the 13-3 score, the loss, the only three points against Belichick, does that stick with him enough where he tries to keep his foot on the gas? I just don't think he, I don't think he'll tendency break in this <laughs> spot either, though. He's not he's not tendency breaking for the rest of his life. No, okay, so, okay. I think I think live under over running back carries, and then, um, yeah, the, the borough, if you know, if it's 20, 21 3 or twenty one ten, and it's borough's eight to one, 10 to one MVP, you know, that's the that's you know, that's that's definitely a good look because if you have a bunch of Rams, you yeah. can essentially hedge out for like everything. So, you know, happens, if you let's say yeah. have three units on the Rams, you can hedge out for like half a unit, basically,
1: yeah, basically. Okay, Andy, uh, game state if the Bengals are converting well, well, offensively. Uh, what's your, what's your
0: six o'clock hit,
2: Will? I probably need, I probably need to go. Yeah, adjust. I was going to say, okay. if you
0: got, if you got to run, you run. What yeah. is it, though? Sorry. Just tell us what it is in case someone's living in L.A. and they want to hear you. I'm going to be uh, uh, outside SoFi
2: Stadium talking about something. I don't know. It's your first Did time you really? going to SoFi? Yeah, but I'm not going to be in there.
1: Oh, you're not going in? Oh.
0: No, nah, I'm pretty good. Twist them The outside's it's freaking nice, cool.
2: too. Yeah, yeah. It's nicer outside,
0: cool. Drew. Cool.
1: What's your favorite prop play, by the way?
2: Yeah, one prop play before you run.
1: Uh, yes, i
2: am going uh oh i like that over jamar chase rush yards three and a half or four and a half oh i think he'll get him an end around yeah oh, i think he'll get him at least yeah. one end around or like a you know a jet sweep there's gonna be something built in to get him the ball in his hands in space without having it to burn i love that i
1: love that <laughs>
2: that's true <Drew's kidding laughs> not me
1: uh all right boys hey best of luck man enjoy it yeah. and uh mention.
2: thank you thanks for your time man oh yeah anytime see you guys all right see
0: ya see ya yeah turn i was gonna say turn the camera off in case he likes was like changing or something. <laughs> For instance, strippers. Um, and right. Drew, really, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to throw. I was just gonna let him run, and I'll give you my opinion. I don't really think it's worth getting cute on the hedge. Yeah, I think. All, I think all of those things will, and you mentioned, are just good plays where you should just be okay. playing those anyway because yeah. they're good plays. Like those are plus CV moves. Those are those are plus. You know, in those game states, those have worked out the the fact that we have two coaches that are very, very, very hesitant, like we've mentioned numerous times to break tendency. Those are just good plays to make just make those okay. independently. And if you really think you need to hedge, I don't even know if I'd get so cute as MVP just straight up whatever whatever the bengals money line is just hit well, that see, that's and if, the thing is and I if see, you want to go feel like if you want to go like this... 75 25 bengals money line and a little Burrow mvp that's fine but i just wouldn't get too cute with it
1: so a two score a two score game two score lead for the rams in the second half i would project a bengals money line in the ballpark of four to one five to one
0: i was gonna say five yeah
1: okay and i would predict predict that the um mvp live mvp market of course a lot lower liquidity available but i think the live mvp market the would be that would be like burrow 10 to 1 12 to 1
0: right i was gonna i was gonna say it probably won't vary that far off the bengal's money line i've seen these i've seen these <sighs> live markets and when when it was they, when they the, fucked up when with the,
1: mahomes and when the, two years yeah. ago
0: it wasn't that much different though. The Chiefs, I bet that Mahomes bet. I took that. I, yeah. I mentioned that before, but it wasn't like double. It wasn't, you know, a five to one to a 10 to one. Like the, the Chiefs live was like plus 275 and Mahomes was plus 350. And that's okay. why I bet that. That's why I bet Mahomes. And I thought the running back was going to screw me. And that that's, that's the thing, Drew. There is still a non-zero chance that you go ahead and try to get cute with it. And Jesse Bates runs two touchdowns back, or, you know, it's such a minute chance. Oh,
1: okay. Can, yeah, okay. can, yeah, can, yeah. Can you, yeah, okay. Can, okay. Can, yeah, that, can you imagine that you're, you're right. you're right. That's, that's fair.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I still think yeah. I like it though, but maybe split it, split it between money. I don't think, get, I don't think I'm getting 5K down live on a,
1: on a Burrow MVP bet anyway. So it's probably stupid, but I could get, one, I could get a decent, what's that?
0: I, be, I bet you could get a thousand dollars on a live a MVP, live MVP bet.
1: But that's but, still yeah, is only yeah, the 10-12 to 1. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right.
0: Do you're that right. at a couple places if yeah. you want, and then hammer a money line if you're scared. Okay. And really, if you're scared, go to church. What is your, how, how late can you stay before you got to go to lunch? Uh,
1: I can go to 15 like, minutes easy. Yeah. 10, 10 okay. minutes easy. Yeah.
0: Did you want to talk? Let's, Uh, is there any? I'm going to a place questions? called the
1: Whaler, by the way. Feels Aww. like it feels appropriate. Um,
0: Let's the, go chat, chat questions on props. Uh, there's not any right now, but throw some in here we'll just talk and then we'll get them in a second
1: okay um so i think i mean i don't know i think the, the game has been beaten to death in general i don't know that we got to talk a ton more about it but uh have you what other props are you already down on and did you do so any origination yourself for props or did, you, did really. you basically just kind of so yeah. a
0: lot of the stuff The a lot of the exotic isn't really up right away and I have a busy beginning of the week. So I said I'm gonna let the real goofy stuff trickle in and then start talking to people about some cross sport props. Okay. Some some fun ones. And then obviously any informational ones I can get down on, but it looks like those markets are so low this year. So um I, I really it's the second half, second half scoring more than the first half when it was cheap okay. at the beginning of the week. I have nice. a little bit on the anthem over now. I have nice. a little bit on God, what was it? The, the the mix and unders. Uh, yeah. I think I might add Will's, Will's uh, cute little one. I like that. You Rushing
1: over. Okay.
0: Felika uh, Felica talked about this this morning. It's, it's a it's a sucker bet. I bet every year is the over two and a half people that throw a pass. Oh, that's, that's
1: plus. It's like plus one sixty five. That's a good. That's a. It actually.
0: It actually. This might be the year where it's also, almost a pretty decent number. They already yeah. had Odell. I, somebody in the chat had to fix me on this. I said Odell hasn't thrown a pass this year because it wasn't on the in the in his stats, but it was a. It's because I was looking at regular season stats. I, I, I'm like God, I thought he did too, and it was against the Cardinals. Yeah, through that so, touchdown pass. So like Hecker there's been, attempted to pass.
1: Cup has attempted to pass. OBJ attempted a pass. OBJ. And Higgins, right. Or, oh boy Higgins yes. yeah so we got four oh, wait, there's been four already these between these two teams that's crazy
0: and and, and we mentioned too if, if a quarterback injured to the yeah. head or there's yeah. a, a bobbled snap or something yeah oh, it's, they, it's if, they have to
1: dry, if they have to drag if they have to drag Joe Burrow's lifeless body off the field at some point because he's you know the the 18th sack for Aaron Donald then maybe I, get I, a, didn't, I didn't I didn't want, want to say it <laughs> I
0: didn't I didn't I didn't want to say it but man if he gets sacked like the odds of him making it all the way through that Titans game. Was pretty low, like yeah. That was that was amazing. Uh-huh. So yeah, backup for a series gets it done. So okay. here's, here's a fun one. Um, any rusher plus one hundred yard over hundred yards, no is minus one hundred and eighty.
1: Minus one hundred and eighty. Okay, that's not bad. Um, I don't think the, that anybody gets there. The uh, no, let maybe. me ask you about my my biggest proposition. I don't know that we've talked about this, but and may I don't know if you've heard me make this case before on any of the Hit stuff that I've that. done. Um, Bengals. To make the longest field goal. What's your I'm, fair price on that?
0: Probably minus one thirty.
1: Okay. Okay. I said it was good up to minus one thirty five. I think my fare is actually closer to minus two hundred though.
0: I, I think with two weeks to heal. Okay. For uh for gay, I it's 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 like we talked about Daniel Berger today. There's no real injury report on golf, so nobody yeah. knows if Daniel Berger's healthy or not.
1: If he's healthy Which, or not, yeah.
0: Yeah, there, there's no real injury report last week. Like, you get the injury report this week. Like, you, you know, that it's really hard to tell what's going on. And I, I know he, he was a little dinged up, and he's clearly the worser of the two kickers. But a lot of it is just going to come down to luck. Like, there's a non-zero chance that, like, like I need to know if, let's say, McPherson doesn't kick any, is this great at a loser if Matt Gay kicks a 20-yarder, you know, like yes. I'm assuming. So there's a non-zero chance of that. There's a non-zero chance of, like, they kick three 30-yard field goals and, you know, the, the Rams end up with a 32-yarder. There's a, there's a lot of – there's many a slip twixt the cup and the lip on this, but I'm agreeing with you pretty hard, and I think my number's probably a little light now that I'm at. Well, it probably minus 140. Minus 45. And McPherson's just been so good.
1: He's been so good. And honestly, like Taylor has the confidence to trot him out there to attempt a 50 yarder. Um, You know, he's going to do it if the opportunity arises. The situation in SoFi is conducive to long field goals made.
0: That's the other thing. It's indoors. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And Gay, the problem isn't his ability to make a field goal, it is the injury. Like, uh, and I think realistically, after seeing what happened in the Bucks game, after trotting him out there to attempt a 50-yarder in the um, in the Niners game, the idea that McVeigh even pulls the trigger on a long field goal attempt, I think, is pretty low because he's a conservative guy in general. So
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, and I think there um, there
0: were there were places that had that even money to start. for know, I know. Some I know. Reason.
1: That's that's where would, That's where most of my bets were. I don't know why they hung that like that. I don't get it. Yeah. It's not a 50 50 prop at all.
0: No, it, yeah. it's, it's heavily <laughs> tilted towards McPherson. Now, the opening touchback thing, this is again, we, we're talking about uh, this is a this thing. This has had a button. lot of
1: buzz. This has had a lot well, of it's buzz. A hot right.
0: but, it's a hot button topic because gambling has become such a mainstream thing now. And it used to be something that gambling circles people texted each other about. And now you have a former punter with a really big audience talking about it on a major show sponsored by Sportsbook. And that number gets beat to absolute shit because. You know and I, I don't blame him that's a fun thing to talk about it's his brand that's that's fun that he gets to talk about a kicking prop and it's getting all the steam but like that's what that's why some of these markets are ruined like you're not you're probably not ever going to get a great number like you did five years ago on the on the opening kickoff because like we've mentioned and people have talked about this it's that ball is getting used once and then it's getting sent to Canton. Like that's, that's just, it's a one-time use. They're not going to get to play with it. It is, everyone's mentioned it's hard as a rock and and it's probably going to get run out. And also that the high, even if it does go in the end zone, like those guys are jacked up. He's running that out anyway. That's a great so call.
1: That's a great it's, point.
0: It's, it's, it's probably a good one. And Hey, um,
1: yeah, I agree. But what's your, what's your, what's your expectation for first quarter under? Do you think this is a, a grind to start?
0: I th- that one's, think so.
1: That one's so automatic in general.
0: It, it has been just so automatic, and every year you think about it like, is it just too easy? Yeah, I mean, you probably have to bet it anyway. Just teams are tentative, like a like a title fight where they're feeling each other out, a little less aggressive. There's no reason to be aggressive quite yet, and uh, you know, I just I think it's probably fine. Look at the numbers. Make sure you're getting the best of that. I think there's a little bit of difference from book to book, but. It, it usually does just stay under. There's so many people went over that with like the Patriots Super Bowls. I remember like Tom Brady Super Bowls. Like he's never scored in the first quarter. Fucking, it's, it's not just Tom Brady Super Bowls. It just seems that way because he's been in half of them for the last 20 years. It's all of them. They're all those unless the ball goes through Peyton Manning's legs. Like they don't yeah. get a lot of scoring in the first quarter. So that's right. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm fine with the unders in the first half, first quarter, even. Okay. Cool. 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 Cool.
1: Um, under for the game in general.
0: Good. Yeah. I mean, part, this, is that
1: the best bet on the board in the big
0: markets? Probably the 50, the people that get 50s, kudos. Yeah. The more I look at this, it just, it just really, really feels like there's, I mean, w- what would you put the probability that the Bengals offense has one of those days?
1: Like lights it up for 30 something?
0: Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Burrow does the thing. And for some reason, they're, they've had two, That that's the thing. They've had two weeks and they've watched them all season. They know who the receivers are. The Bengals, like they yeah, have I to have a I, plan I Honestly, for that.
1: Like the the Rams' defense is full of very talented players, and they don't get beat that way, really. You know, so it's. I, I mean, I think it's. I think if the Cincinnati Bengals get to twenty points in this game, um, I will tip my hat to them. I think that's like about what you can expect from them out as an output, and and the low end. There's a low tail, you know, long tail to the under there. Like that, they might not score a touchdown this game i wouldn't be shocked um and a ton of that comes down to just their because the Bengals, to me as an offense is are a team that hits home runs occasionally if they're going up against a the a certain style of defense like the style of defense that the uh that the ravens run rams don't run that style um rams can generate a shit ton of pressure with just rushing three and four and they can kind of let their defensive scheme flex a little bit in the passing game um they're not great on the second level in terms of, you know, stopping yak, but uh, I do think um you know, I do think realistically the Bengals are going to be maybe able to look good offensively between the 20s, but once you're in the red zone and the field's shorter, um I don't see the Cincinnati Bengals team being especially effective at all and I think they're they're mostly going to end up with long field goal attempts out of any drive that has success.
0: No, I mean outside of drives that have started due to a you know, a turnover by Let's just face it, the Chiefs or the or the Titans. It's been a lot of that where <clears throat> the offenses look good between the twenties, like you mentioned. It it's crazy how much darker it's gotten over the hour we've been on. Like the the, <laughs> the sunset sun's behind you is gorgeous.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, you're yeah. You're looking low, at Malibu, low. you're looking at the uh, the Santa Monica Bay. Uh, yeah, it is a uh, it is a hell of a night.
0: I uh I think that's about all I have. Out of bounds kick would be a push. I'm not sure. I think out of bounds no, kick no, would, be, a, no, would be that's not a, a touchback. would a be not yeah.
1: Um and you know what's down. funny about an out of bounds kick? Um I one of our uh, mutual PFF Martin uh guy who does uh funny interesting, you know, origination and, and tweets uh, are very original golf, stuff.
0: golf and snooker
1: yeah, very original stuff. I like I like his account a lot. Uh, yeah. Pff Martin tweeted uh, a breakdown of his fares for the first penalty. Did you see that? And he yeah, basically he had he had big value on any I other didn't penalty see that
0: market though.
1: Basically any other it was I think it was a better market weird weirdly. Um, yeah, he had that's big time value like. on any other penalty, and an uh, out of bounds kickoff would qualify as in any other penalty. So I'll be cheering for the first kick to go out of bounds. And honestly, if it's Matt Gay doing the kickoff, the it's really it's it's that's live. Uh, Matt Gay almost kicked one out of bounds against the Niners; that would have been an absolute backbreaker. Um, the uh, yeah, there, Matt Gay, his uh, questions swirling in my head. If Matt Gay ends up having game of his life and drilling a 50 yarder and burying me on my kicking props. I'm going to be a little sad about this game, but um, ultimately I think that means the Rams Rams win. (laughs) So fuck it. Um, All right. Good deal, man. Uh, Appreciate you guys uh, tuning in for our Super Bowl breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This is going to be a great game. I'm going to be nervous as shit. We're going to go live. Oh yeah. Let's talk about our live plan.
0: Talk talk about the plan that you you made for being live.
1: So, We are old now. We are the old heads, which means we are the target audience for the halftime show. And they put together a halftime show that I very much want to watch myself. (laughs) I am very excited to see this halftime show myself for the first time in a long time. Uh, And I'm sure a lot of like our demo of listeners feels similarly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go live at the two minute warning commercial break. And we are going to talk about the first half of the game talk about what we expect the second half numbers to look like based on the live market. And we're going to look, we're going to just mention a couple of angles. And then after the halftime show is over, we're going to come live again and kind of let that bleed into the third quarter. Does that sound like a good plan?
0: I think so. I really do want to watch. I mean, just I grew up with Eminem and I had the chronic on cassette tape.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. I still
0: I still might somewhere. Yeah. I, I waited I in line. And, I yet. waited in line and uh, and
1: did not was not allowed to buy it because of parental advisory. because uh, I, I, I think I was I think I was ten. I was there for Dre Day. Um the um uh, what call it, uh <laughs>
0: the
1: uh, um, yeah, so check us out at the two minute warning if you want some insight in terms of where we're gonna end up betting the second half, and then we'll come back and close the loop after the halftime is over and we'll, we'll let that play in a three-quarter. And I am not going to the game this time, so I will be in the comfortable confines of my studio.
0: I don't know where I'll be. I might be out on the boat. I think I'm going to do a, a Super Bowl party at home because, again, I'm an old head, and I'm just, <laughs> just going to straight up make nachos, baby.
1: It's, it's, it's pretty hysterical that, um, that we're now the target audience for the halftime show. We're in that demo. I remember a million years ago being like, the Eagles, really? Who wants to see the Eagles? They're so old. And now there's probably people who are like, Tray. it's funny that you were okay. the
0: dude for Halloween <laughs> two years ago. And now you're crapping on the Eagles. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's good right. Get out of my peaceful, easy cab. Um, I enjoyed the Prince one, but it's, I'm from Minnesota and we have to.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's that was, religion, and just, it's religion he, up there.
0: And yeah. He's a very talented uh, artist as well. So, all right. Um, you know what? <laughs> this is, this is on Twitter. If you have any more questions about props, just, tweet us and yeah well yeah, we'll, yeah them. of course this is my, the rest of my week is just live betting golf betting golf rounds and finding sweating Olympics so, <laughs> and sweating some olympic stuff so
1: i've i've been it's cold like, lately i uh, gave back a ton of my early winnings but norway under usa under look absolutely well, USA
0: under is holy you almost, shit you almost got nipped in the super g by a absolute i don't I say know that.
1: it i know somebody it, but
0: he was not expected to that was a really cool moment for him because his, his mother they mentioned it 900 times his mother had won gold as well
1: how about Lim, I, Lindsay like, jacob ellis that's the story of the olympics yeah, so far that, Holy was, shit. that was pretty wild she fucked up in 20 2006 in turin it has been a million fucking years since that uh that since that blunder uh and yeah. to come back and win it's gold great. at her wow. age at this point unbelievable 2006 that was 16 years ago that's like and, uh that was like before, that was uh, right after Dre released uh, Still DRE. Yeah, so, um, you know.
0: that That is kind of wild. And then, of course, the 15-year-old um, uh, Russian girl who is on the drugs.
1: Yes, well, that sucks for her because she was that unbelievably really good. She was so good. All right, man.
0: Oh, yeah, somebody brought up the Prince quote. We'll close with that. I don't remember how exactly it went. I'll have to paraphrase is Drew even there? Did he just walk away?
1: Yeah, no, I'm just That's giving so- you guys a view of the sunset. It's so dark. Oh, okay. you can't see me but
0: yet. yeah, somebody somebody went to Prince to let him know it was raining before he went out for halftime. And he just did, they said it was just like, like on the Chappelle show where he just like looked at him and said, Can you make it rain harder? <laughs> <laughs> just a lunatic. Love that guy. So hey, have fun the Super Bowl. Like I said, yeah. tweet us if you have any more props you want us to. Yeah. Chop it up with you on and we'll see it after a little before right. two minute warning. Yeah. See you guys. Best of luck, guys. Let's go, Rams. Go get inside, Drew. You look cold.
1: I'm not cold, man. I'm just I have a very nervous energy right now.
0: It's a long time till the Super Bowl. You got a whole golf tournament,
1: yeah. I
0: thought I was gonna kind of cool off, like chill out as like my work responsibilities kind of wound down throughout this week, but